When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode 25. My name is Tim Bat. My name is Guy Montgomery, and this week we come with 100% more Rose Metafeo. Hey, hey, how are you? There's no fanfare, there's no applause for this. I'm, I'm, th- I'm, I'm th- good. I'm thoroughly exhausted. I don't know what's... I feel like I've been punched <laughs> in the face. Um, hi, guys. Uh, great. 25, 25. Is this the is this the same ep that I was on last year? It might it be, actually. Correct. It exact is. one? To the very... Not day, but you know, number. You know the biggest difference between last year's episode and this year's episode is that last year I didn't actually watch the film. <laughs> and this time... And I was very upbeat about it. And today i feel broken and ill last season you took more of a kind of like a grandiose um uh holistic look at the whole project and you were more commenting on that which was quite welcome because we had gotten a little too deep uh yeah well i was um i was going through a weird time where i was like desperate for something to to make me feel better about everything in, in, the, in the world and i was getting deep into like meditation <laughs> techniques and stuff and, and like into like like Deepak Chopra or whatever his name is and like Oh like, that fucking weirdo. Yeah, oh no no no, sorry. No, what's the other guy? Um who's like all like manifest destiny or whatever and he he was Tony Robbins. For, Let me stop you there. It's definitely Tony Robbins. Chris it's Chris not Noeth. No, it's um uh Eckhart Tolle. Um, classic Eckhart Tolle. I am gonna yeah. stay with Tony Robbins. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty good. But and, and uh, what are you into this year? Are you still getting down on that? I don't know. I feel like, because this year as well, we're both doing a show here in Edinburgh and that's just getting me down every day. <laughs> so I'm a lot more <laughs> broken. <laughs> the lovely world of comedy. I'm a lot more broken this year. Hey, actually, Jesus. just quickly, I, I've just remembered uh, to say, if you're listening to this right now, which you obviously are, um, Tim and I are going to LA Podfest and there's this great deal that we should we should let everyone know about. Do you agree with that, Tim? I 100% do. Yeah. So the um, LA Podcast Festival is the... The 18th to the 20th of... Sounds right. September. Yeah. And there's right. all the bloody huge dogs are going to be there. Your, your Mark Marins and your brothers McElroy and your Todd Glasses. Yep. 
and your more. PFTs, your P- your glasses. Tompkins, your yeah. Lauren Lapkisses. A pair of glasses. And we're going to be there too. They gave us a That's slot. Cra- was there some sort of clerical error there? Hold on. Yeah, you guys have that's got right. steady on, mate. through the cracks. <laughs> you guys are like, um, you guys are like in Magic Mike XXL where they're like, we, we didn't book you for the convention. And then like Elizabeth Banks like, oh, I'll do a favor for my girl Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> and then they're like, we got, we give you a good slot. We give you a ma- money making spot. That's what happened to that's you guys. That's exactly there. what's happened. We've yeah. snuck in and we're dragging a two and a half hour long corpse uh, with us. Anyway, uh, if you are unfortunate enough not to be in LA during that time, you can stream, video stream the entire thing on your bloody computer or whatever device you use. And if you sign up and use the code word WORST, I feel like this is our first proper bit of doing a spot for something. Feels odd. Uh, yeah, it feels really weird. Keep doing it. Don't, don't yeah. cut halfway no, through well, the yeah, You use the word WORST, it, then it only costs you $20 and uh, that's a good deal. And you'd also be part of history because you'd be probably the first person to... Use a code word as told by us. Yeah, we get we get some of that money too, so do it. <laughs> by all means, do it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I cannot describe the uh, chaotic financial situation I'm in at the moment. It is hey, look, dark and complex. <laughs> let's not bring our real-world problems Sorry. into our created problem. But, um, uh, now hey, Rose- boy, hold on. I just want to say with that ticket thing, it's awesome because you, you get to stream the whole event, like the whole three days of it, and you also get um, all access to the, all the videos for three weeks afterwards. There, I'm done. Buy a ticket, lapodfest.com. Oh, good, good plug-in, Tim. Uh, Rose, you were quite a joy to watch the movie with. I've been oh, by really? myself the last two weeks. So it was really nice having you here. I feel like you were on board quite deep into the film before yeah. the length kind of beat you down. Yeah, it was the length. It was it was the length. I mean, I am a real big, I'm a big fan of uh, kind of the romantic comedy genre uh, <laughs> in general and in general. And, uh, and I've got a lot of time for it and I've got a lot of tolerance for it. And I think that um, that goodwill has well and truly been would you dried up. if you were putting this movie in a genre mm. say that was your job you had to classify movies by genre yeah and not according to their goals but according to the outcome of the movie what would you file this under i thought did you hear that click that was my hip jesus hip really hip. loud yeah did you hear that yeah it came through the mic dude i'm concerned about it like you should be a lot should That's I fine. get it checked out? No, what? you don't need to. My knee clicks every time I bend down, and I haven't, I haven't had anyone look at it, and it's still going great. Knees I are built like to click, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of concerned, but it doesn't really hurt. But my friend said it was fine. Okay, um, so Is if I think it's in doctor? any genre. No. Can you ask your girlfriend? My friend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, not even, not you talk. Not even a medical professional friend. Rose, you keep going. I'm um, going to ask Zoe if it's a concern. Okay, so uh, if I had to put it in any type of genre, I'd put it into some sort of weird camp. Like, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, I watch a lot of crappy like, movies from, like, the 60s or whatever. Yeah. Like, of, like, you know, just with movie stars in it. Little it was black just, and white you know, movies. <laughs> no, they're not black and white in the 60s. Not, not many of them were, really. But um, it kind of reminds me of that in terms of, like, this weird kind of obsession with... I don't know, like exoticizing, which is not a word probably, but like this weird travel story. But every like, yeah, it's just it. It just it. It's weirdly like, it's so bad that it makes me think it's harking back to the days where maybe people yeah, didn't th- know how to make movies. You think the ho- this whole thing's a throwback? It's good. It seems like a throwback. It's an it inside just, job throwback. Yeah, because it's so outside the realms of 
reality. Like these are four white, rich, bougie women. I love the word talking. Bougie. Yeah, such a good word. Talking about how they couldn't live without a nanny, and eating dates. Yeah, and, yeah. And talking about, I just, it's so with like out of this world. <laughs> It's almost way. like a science fiction. It's a science them, fiction You've just film. given them a pull quote for it's the movie poster. <laughs> <No. laughs> it's dot, out, dot, of dot, out of this world. <laughs> Rose Metafair. Rose Metafair. It's a science fiction because this could never... I just can't believe that this would happen. But maybe that's because I'm from New Zealand. Maybe because I don't understand America. Uh, I don't understand the kind of culture of having nannies and, and I don't know, being white. Uh, <laughs> being completely which are, which white. Are exclusively American things. Like I'm half white, so I can half relate to this, maybe. But you know, yeah. Uh, so you put it under ex- throwback exoticism, yeah. maybe. Yeah, just weird, I'm, like '60s camp kind of exoticism sort of. Sitch. I think we can categorically say it's not a romantic comedy, no matter how it's badly not. it wants to be. Yeah, which is really a shame because it kind of it pulls in those same tropes of romantic comedies yeah. in terms of. But just the co- but the, that's it the misses the main two tropes of romance and comedy exactly and like the, 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 there's too many characters in terms of like to build enough of a because romantic comedies they only really can be about one or two people yeah unless it's like a love a it good surely. one yeah yeah well, some shit like the that. old ambitious Richard Curtis <laughs> the old ambitious Richard walking into the pitch room with a bloody script with eight leads what Jesus Christ and then they all dance to the Supremes or some shit. Um, <laughs> That's classic Richard Curtis, but <laughs> but this is it's just it's just a whole nother. Yeah, it's just a whole nother. Like oh, I'm I'm sad. I'm sad. You know what? Yeah, and I'd hate for this to be lumped in with the romantic comedy genre because I have a lot of respect and time for a good romantic comedy, and I think people throw the baby out with the bathwater, <laughs> and you know, with with that with that sense, you know, they go oh chick flick because they. A chick flick isn't a romantic comedy, you know? This is a yeah. a chick flick, excuse the terrible term, but it, but it's not, you know, there's nothing romantic about it. There's nothing romantic no. about this movie. It's just about the, the you know, a you, boring marriage. Someone, like, I just can't get over Carrie's boring-ass story. Like, how does she even think she's interesting? How does she go through life thinking that her story is worth telling? That's what bugged me about the ending this week because the final line is trying to draw the parallel between like you know some people see life as a black and white movie but you know when you're in a marriage she call your when you're in uh when you're in a marriage you can explore the whole rainbow of colors whatever the fuck she says but it's like she's literally done the most traditional version of marriage conceivable totally painfully her husband her husband is legally colorblind he can only (laughs) see in black and white we know that so it's a very insensitive thing to say more than anything else Here's, here's a question, Tim. Mm. We're talking about this when we're watching the movie. What are your thoughts on a kiss, a married kiss between married friends? Yeah, you Don't keep talking about that. So what what do you mean like I mean, if there's I have two not sets? Done it. Uh, no, I, I know. Have not done this. You haven't been married, mate. But are you talking about if there's two sets? Like, is there some sort of I, quad? I mean, if you see a, fl- a, a flame from your past, mm. but you're married... But you have a little smooch, like a little smooch. Like that was just a little smooch. Mm. Like I'm comparing it to, say, the big chill, where one of the characters she's had a crush on Tom Berenger for like ages, and then they like make out real hard, mm. like down by the dock. But then the next day she just goes back to her boring husband, and it's fine. And she doesn't tell him, 
and it just happened. And it just happened, and it just disappeared into the ether, not never to be talked about again, which is fine. And just don't... Do you know what? Just That's stop a, talking about yourself, Carrie, you yeah, know? Yeah, I get, I get what you say. The big chill's probably like... Um, I mean, I big guess, chill, everyone's fucking each other. No, I, I mean, guess, but I'm saying, like, it's kind of a good example of this, because if it's sort of for a reason, like... That was to kind of cap off a long-winded, you know, story arc of something. You know what I mean? Like, it's been built up. And then it's done, and then you close the book. If it's just some random you're hooking up with at a bar, but you're married, but you think it's fine, I I draw the line there. Definitely. (laughs) And I think... I mean, I I, I think if you're doing that, though, you are, like, genuinely cheating on your... Your spouse, so you wouldn't tell them anyway what, because you're, you're a dirtbag. Indulging uh, a crush. <laughs> if you want to have a little pick with a fucking <laughs> crush from your past, but Carrie, that, and, you know. But I mean, I think the problem with the, and I hate the fact that we are talking about the movie plot on terms that it wants to be, you know, referenced. <laughs> but I think it's different with Carrie because. Her ex-boyfriend is Aiden, so theoretically the book has been closed, and what the kiss is doing is it's opening up the book again. So I would have issues with that. If my ah, lovely girlfriend Zoe, who I asked <laughs> yeah. before, and she said that your clicking hip is not necessarily something to worry about, her word. <laughs> <laughs> if she went okay, smooching some ex-boyfriend out. who she had closed yeah. the book on, I'd be like, that's not cool. Don't do that. So you're... you're but I but love if she didn't tell you, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> what right? if you popped a little, uh, little book thong in there? Not a bookmark, but a little string. You can buy them at bookstores. And you pop a little book bookmark in there, <laughs> and you or you you little fold a little corner, just a little tiny a little fold, dogged, dogged page, just just to see if you want. Because, but what if Tim? You what if you're watching? What if you just bought a state of the art flat screen television? Yeah, for your room. Yeah, for your anniversary or whatever. Yeah, and you're watching black and white. You're watching black and white movies twenty four seven. You're getting a Mac from the stock market. You're watching a bloody Clark Gable joint, <laughs> and you ain't giving her <laughs> any attention. Do you expect her not to give a little smooch to her ex-flame Aiden? Carrie my big fat can Greek wedding? get fucked. He spent all day at work desperately trying to figure out through his colour blindness which way is up and down on the stock market, which is so hard to <laughs> he do. struggling then he gets with home. colour blindness. He gets home from like a super long day. I can only assume 10 hours in the bloody, you know... In the salt in mines. The fish tank. Gets back. It's Monday. Suddenly, she's been doing nothing all day. Let me say that. She's been shopping for a fucking dress with Samantha. She's been cafeing with the girls. She's done nothing <laughs> to speak of work-wise. <laughs> Do you think... Look, she's a writer. You know you know this very well. You're a comedian. Like, you have to work in strange work hours. No, but yeah, but a, I would never feel... a writer. Her would, career is going down the toilet. I would never feel entitled a, to drag someone out after that. Like, of my... Question. I feel so guilty when I have a day that I'm not doing very much that I'll, like, clean the flat or cook dinner or something. Do you reckon that Mr. Big um has to like pretend that he knows what like his Carrie's outfits are like? Like that's why he feigns this enthusiasm. He's like, "Wow, I didn't know you were gonna wear something like that." It's just he just can't see any color. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's looking at. He only he only that's sees furry shapes. Hey, furry shapes. Yeah, conspiracy. That's why she wore a tuxedo, which is black and white, and a fucking <laughs> ugly as shit piece of shit newspaper dress. She did it for also him. Also black and white. Also black and white. She did it for him because then finally he can see exactly what everyone else sees. No, he costume. doesn't understand it as a problem. He just thinks that's how everyone sees the world. He's like a dog. He doesn't know anything else. It's yeah. always been the way. Hey, that reminds me actually. Um, so 
in the limited screen time when we've figured out that Big uh, is under SEC rule because the <laughs> feds have come in and they were going to take him downtown because he's been committing crimes, but they've just taken yeah. his computers to analyse for forensics and yeah. uh, left him in there as a mole to take down the bigger stock market dogs, as it were. <laughs> mm. um, so he's got this massive leather-bound book on his desk, yeah. and we kind of have strong suspicions that that is... <laughs> It's simply big, big, Big's big book of ideas. A big old book of ideas that he's he's just he's writing away all day in. Anything okay. that pops into his head, he jots it down, writes a little picture. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Is Big a spy? Oh. Like in a get smart fashion. Tell me where more. Where his office has nothing. It has no computers. It has these screens that are just putting up shit that you don't even understand in the stock market. You don't really know what he does. He's always tired. <laughs> He could be a he could be a spy. A spies are always tired. I don't remember that being yeah. a James Bond or Mission Impossible. Just yawning yeah, all the he, time. They don't put him they, when he gets tired or that he's on uppers the whole time in James Bond because it kind of breaks the cool. Yeah. There's nothing cool about seeing James Bond yawn. No one wants to see Daniel Craig popping in a head. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I for would. one would love to see Daniel Craig <laughs> popping an icky. That would oh, be man, awesome. That'd be dope. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to grasp at straws to find something interesting about this film. You know, maybe some backstory. I think. I think. I do think that that book is Big's. It's his big plan out of there. Right? Mr. Big's big book of ideas. Yeah. Out, out of out of where the stock market or the marriage. It's everything. Out of financial. Out of financial trouble. Just out of the situation he's in. He's drawing down t- like prototypes for. Yeah. Exciting new inventions. He's been trying to he get invents, on Shark uh, Tank for ages. He invents. Um, he invents a remote with like a bungee cord on it. So when he throws it away, he <laughs> <laughs> can, can bring it back. That's his big pitch. That's his big pitch. <laughs> and Mark Cuban on Shark Tank is like, well, why don't you just not throw the remote away? No, 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 because it's mean, real everyone satisfying. everyone has their choices in life. You've got all the satisfaction <laughs> of throwing the remote away without the inconvenience of it being out of reach. It's fucking yeah. brilliant. It's a remote for your remote. He just loves TV, Big, he does. He loves TV. <laughs> maybe he's pitching, maybe he wants to pitch some shows. Maybe he's come up with like an HBO style show, like a real gritty drama or something that he wants to pitch. We've also had a theory that uh, Chris North, or he's changed his name to Chris North, is a, he's a preacher and a life coach working the Bible Belt of America. Yeah. So he could be writing down his sermons in there. <laughs> oh, that would make yeah. It so much more interesting. Oh my god, that'd be brilliant! I I like Big's book of Big's big book of ideas. I like Mister Big's big book of sermons. <laughs> That's great. Or like <laughs> spells. Like maybe there's some sort of incantation that can bring out Lazarus from that god awful crown that Carrie's wearing, where she looks like Queen of the Undead at the wedding. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane that like in no way does that make sense. When you're standing up on that stage, you're like how. How are you looking like this? Hey, right tell like me, how like, Rose, I'm keen to hear you describe it. Like, just try and describe it to someone who's never seen it before. So Carrie produces a hat that she's had specially sent to the wedding for her to wear. <laughs> not only this, not only this, but she has it here. Both, actually triple, curled, straightened, and crimped. Every Neapolitan, setting. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> Walks into the hairdresser. Give me a Neapolitan. Yeah, which is ironic because usually in Neapolitan you just scoop out your favorite flavor because <laughs> you only want one thing because that's how things work. You only want to get your hair crimped or straightened or curled. No one wants to get their hair crimped anymore as well, let's be honest. Pick one, you're an adult. It's coming back in style. So not only does she have the fucking wackest hair of all time, Mm. a tuxedo, which is fine, Mm -hmm. but although I have a big problem with her terrible delivery of how's my tie? Yeah, Um, which was the it made me like it just made me ill. But just that crown, that it's not Which, a crown. Moreover, she specifically says represents Bradshaw. Like she's like the boutonniere <laughs> may say Preston, but this in this box here, this is an embodiment of me Which in is hat form. A Bradshaw is something that makes no fucking sense <laughs> and somehow makes a terrible thing worse. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really her legacy. thing or person that decreases the goodness of a situation. It's just... Uh, and she was so all of her clothes in this like i don't know how i don't know how she goes like that newspaper dress honestly mm. made me so mad that it existed and like <laughs> fashion is bullshit fashion like all this high couture fashion bullshit bougie bullshit, bougie bullshit is just taking the piss like they look stupid like it's like we're talking about like it's like when which uh, we're like it's kind of like a sixties camp movie, and in the sixties they had the wackest kind of fashions. Where you're like, that's not a hat, that's <laughs> a weird dress. We'll never do this again, will we? And then you go and watch Sex and Thirty Two, and you're like, oh no, we're still doing this. What are we doing? Wear a fucking t-shirt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm so sorry. No, I think it's great. <sighs> uh, was there anything? Was there anything you might term as a shining light in this film, for you, Rose? Was there any mm. moment when you felt empathy or enjoyed yourself uh, in a way that the movie may have intended or not? I still love Steve. Yeah. I find Steve the mo- the, the hottest guy in this film. 
Yeah, you like it. You like his voice. Ah, uh, uh, okay. You can't go <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your mouth smells, honey. <laughs> your mom's working with him. That's a man. <laughs> your Steve sounds like he's melting. In the, in the he's, he's got a touch of yinter about him when you do it right. <laughs> ah, young okay. Schwitzer, it's ah. so hot. So there's not enough. There's not enough Steve to get you through. There's like, not. <laughs> a, I was expecting more Steve, and I was so gutted there wasn't. Um. Shining light. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Shining light. I, I mean, I have a lot of time for Kim Cattrall. I do. I think I have a lot of time for her. Yeah. Tim's gone through phases of having a lot of respect for her in this movie as well. And then yeah, it I, I, think, I think. Yeah, I know. But I think she's the one. She's actually the only person out of all of these people whose story I care about. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I care about her. Like the thing I'm identified the most with, which is really a terrible indictment of this film and the fact that I'm 23 years old and I empathize most with a woman going through menopause <laughs> and like just trying to catch a dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, it's like I don't relate to anything else uh, these women's lives. That's, yeah, that, that's actually a good point. That's the biggest hook because that's the most... Yeah. Like, that I'm not trans- married, That transcends all of the crazy shit about their lives. That's just someone wanting some deep. Those are two things that I'm... Most like those two things I'm definitely going to experience unless I die before I hit menopause, but that's a really dark thought. But it's like I'm not, I might not get married and I might not have children, which is the kind of the main storylines of Charlotte and not really Professor Oak, but (laughs) but and Carrie. But Samantha, I'm going to go through menopause, I'm going to feel that, and I'm going to want to get some D. An intergalactic time traveling <laughs> architect who's just trying to get to his home planet. What we noticed, Tim, is that how those tire tracks just start in the middle of the sand, meaning it's like a DeLorean style time traveling. <laughs> that is he awesome. Burst, he burst through yeah. a tear in the space time continuum. Yeah, so he's he suddenly like the Highlander. He doesn't exist. <laughs> That's great. There can be only one weird, yeah. maybe Danish architect. That's I don't know, but cool. I have Hello. a big boner in my linen. What pants. does this sound like? The correct answer is text edit, I think. If someone said text edit to him, he would go and disappear back to his home in a computer. That is the correct (laughs) accent. Is that his accent? (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies, for disturbing you in the middle of the (laughs) video. I I mean, I think he's Danish. I definitely think he's Danish. Can I tell you something that might not qualify as being a shining light, but fuck me, I enjoyed it. That Rose yeah. picked up the housekeeper eyeballing the camera this time too, (laughs) when Brady's getting a science award. She fucks up that scene so bad. Because first she (laughs) just like, she looks so enthused that Rachel has taken out the the blue ribbon for um, what is static electricity. What is static electricity. And then then, uh, she looks (laughs) directly at the camera when Brady's getting his award, but she looks quite terrified as well. I reckon she actually has an inkling of what's coming with Brady the Brat King's eventual domination of New York City. My shining kind of ties in with that, which was the idea that when the gals are gas bagging at the cafe uh, and Coffee Guy's doing his thing, Brady's in the background and Miranda didn't bring Brady or anything. No. It's just pure coincidence and hasn't even noticed that her son is at the same cafe. He's at a different table. There's no table. reference to it, eh? Yeah. He's just there, like apropos of nothing. There's no interaction he between the He finds it easier to, to do his plotting and planning in crowded <laughs> spaces. He likes that sort of white hubbub noise. I kind of respect that kind of parenting choice, though, over, you know, Charlotte's of, you know... I mean, they both, they both have nannies, but I don't. I mean, think Brady Miranda seems like a good him. kid. I reckon, like, if they saw Brady over there, they'd be like, "Shouldn't you well, be Brady. in school?" And then he'd be like, "Shouldn't you harpies be at work?" And everyone would agree <laughs> not to tell anyone else. <laughs> Shouldn't you? Have? Don't tell Steve. Yeah. Oh God. What does Steve do? 
Steve runs spelling bees across New York. <laughs> He's I sell dictionaries. <laughs> He's earning a pretty good crust for himself with Steve's new dictionaries. Oh, He's actually been trying to pitch Steve's new dictionaries to Mr. Big to put in Big's big book of ideas so that Big will get around to getting on board with him. Yeah, well, Big's got that whole Shark Tank line because he's a big man in the markets, or he was. That's actually, that's how he got Mr. Big's Jascoozies off the ground. Is yeah, he, man. The, the germ of the idea was written down in the book. Mr. Big's Jascoozies rose, by yeah. the way, if you don't know. Uh, he, would, <laughs> he, he's, he peddles Jacuzzis, which are filled up uh, entirely with jizz. Oh, with wow. Room temperature jizz. I Overflow semen. Jacuzzis. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty it's gross. A snappy name, man. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of chess, though. It man. is a, at least a snappy name, if nothing else. Um, <laughs> what, um, what was your shining light, guy? Uh, my shining light was actually, I heard really clearly. Just there's certain off mic lines which you pick up sometimes, which are very satisfying. Mm. Uh, and it was Charlotte, Professor, uh, not not Charlotte, sorry, Professor Oak and Carrie when they're walking, t- trying to get from the souk to the. Airport after Carrie's found her passport with little to no trouble because why would any problems present themselves to these people? They're perfect. Uh, and <laughs> she's like giving, di- she's just giving directions for how they're going to get to a place to catch a taxi. And it's just really boring. Yeah. But I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's a conversation that people have. Boring improv. <laughs> like a really, yeah, um, really shitty realistic offer. One of my shining, extra shining lights was you uh, introducing the idea of Miranda being Professor Oak to me. Yeah. And just the idea, like, do you reckon it'll be a DVD extra of pressing B to, like, speed up the <laughs> All of the lines. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> just put it in the Pokedex and just move on. <laughs> yeah. Just give me the town map. I've got to get out of here. Someone's, yeah, 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 someone's yeah, yeah. got a bike waiting for me in the next town over. <laughs> oh, God. I've got to go oh, fight God. your grandson. Get out of my way. Um... I'm like a bird. What's he doing? Where's he up to? Where's he off to? Rose, this is a segment in the podcast dedicated to... Our hero, mm-hmm. uh, the bastion of hope in the film, week after week, coffee guy. Yeah. So you saw him. You saw, saw what him. he was doing. I saw him. Uh, I would saw you him. like to take the reins and explain what exactly is going on in this guy's life? Okay. The coffee guy. He's got a big day ahead of him. He has to infiltrate a cafe and group <laughs> of ladies. Oh. Of bougie white ladies. Oh. He's got a package. He's got a package, but he ain't delivering it. <laughs> He ain't delivering it to his final destination. <laughs> he's got he's got his bag. He's gone into the coffee shop. Oh, un café. Por, fa- por favor. <laughs> he, 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 he couldn't help. He's, he, he went to Italy on holiday. <laughs> Thought Mistook the waitress for Italian. He says, oh, no, I'll just have an Americana. Thank you very much. Big old, big old mug of coffee. <laughs> she said, Great, that's going to be three seconds. <laughs> Goes away. <laughs> Brings him back a coffee. He's nervous. His hands are shaking, not from the coffee, because he hasn't had it yet, but from the sheer guilt of what he's about to do. <laughs> this man is about to leave a bomb <laughs> in the very cafe that the Sex and the City girls are lunching. Holy shit. <laughs> son Brady. He's sitting there, takes a sip of the coffee, 
He says, this is too much. I've got to go. <laughs> I've just got to do it. I've just got to do it. Just do it, coffee guy. Just do it. Do it. You've been told to do this. this is, you've been building up your whole life to do this. Just walk away. Walk away. Walk away. He leaves his bag, gaps it, leaves the coffee shop and realizes that... Um, he took the wrong bag. <laughs> <laughs> and his apartment is blown up. <laughs> He's gone back. He couldn't even and pay. The, the woman will never know. The woman will never know. How close they were. To, it was to the Abu Dhabi government trying to kill them before they <laughs> even got there. Um, oh, I like yeah. that. That is yeah. so good. That had beautifully What a lovely well. ending. Thank too. you. Thank you so much. Uh, well, we're running out of time, but there's one thing left to do. What? Uh, now. Rose, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Tim and I are very high-powered movie executives. Aha! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of money. We're just looking for a good movie that we can get on board with. Okay. Uh, so if you could please get into character and come into Jesus. our office and uh, pitch pitch to us Sex and the City 2. Okay. How are you going to get this thing over the line? Oh, cool. Sex and the City 2. Okay, cool. All right. This, this movie here. Okay, cool. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. How did you Hello. get in? Sorry, uh, the security. The I invited her. Don't I worry, guy. I know this woman. Sorry. She's a genius. Sorry, sorry. Actually, no. Let me just pull off my, my giant hat here. You, oh, actually, no, it's me. Oh, Hi. Hey, good to see you. Sorry, you didn't see me under there. Um, sorry, let me just unbuckle this belt. <laughs> just, oh. I no longer think you're a genius. You're struggling a lot with that belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a f- Six necklaces on. I'm gonna be honest with you right here. <laughs> this is not one necklace. It's six necklaces. We are D- burning ones. daylight here. Miss. I sound like, <laughs> what I sound was like your a wind name? Chime. Uh, uh, you don't need to know. That's one thing you don't need to know because all you need to hear about is this idea. I like your boldness. Pitch. Continue. Have you seen Sex in the City? No, you haven't because that's not what it was called. <laughs> Have you seen Sex and the City? Uh, no. The film. The first film. No, you haven't? I have not. Okay. Have you? Has my That's associate? Gonna... No. Okay, neither have I. So, <laughs> what I'm thinking is, cut the bullshit. We don't need to know anything about these characters, their backstories, whatever. We have a lot of money from the Abu Dhabi government, whatever they're called, the UAE maybe. I don't know. I got an email. They said they have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of dates. They have a lot of opportunities for us to film a you, film entirely you're right in <laughs> no i'm just i'm actually really hot right now is it you open are, a window? Yeah. is very <laughs> labored i mean <sighs> <sighs> you're losing a lot of fluid <laughs> um, have some water no, no to be please honest, have some, i'd be much more comfortable if you just oh, Jesus. okay yeah oh god i feel I, i'm not feeling well, <laughs> well but hey i'm gonna good. power through i'm gonna power through some girls Pallid. four girls having fun one's got menopause one oh, has a I'm baby. Sorry. I'm going to stop you there. One's what? Yeah. One has menopause. That doesn't sound fun to me. And I know fun. One, I went to Yard. You, you clearly have not seen Menopause the Musical, a musical which I have seen. And it's, uh, have you seen Menopause the Musical? Could you, do you know the writer of that? It sounds like they at least have a grasp on how to create something. Okay. So plot doesn't matter. All that <laughs> matters. We chuck some girls and some lovely clothes. Guys, <laughs> pop, pop them in a film. I almost Guess what? We make it two and a half hours long because that's what the ladies want. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but I want to approve it just so that I can call an ambulance. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm fine. I'm just honestly just, I I feel like I'm burning. Yeah. Like my heart 
my heart is burning not heartburn just like literally exploding okay, I'm, my... I'm calling I'm calling <gasps> a, a medical professional okay but you will if you, you will we'll make the it. movie you'll make the movie if you okay but you can call the ambulance after you make the movie you'll agree to green light the movie <laughs> I'm on board I am Get very on board out. this is if the, only this is the woman who brought us the bungee cord remote control for Christ's sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> why are we even still talking let's make the movie Thanks, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Some, Please lie down. I need some <laughs> Please nice kindly time. seek medical attention. <laughs> okay. Oh well, that wasn't as much. There wasn't much acting there. I feel physically ill from watching that film. Fuck. Man. Yeah, it's long. It's so long. Hey, well, the good news is you get to go about your days now. I'm gonna have a nap. Try and forget this experience. Very good. Good luck, Godspeed, guys, because this is actually. So much worse than last year. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, it is. It's horrifically worse. Like, I don't know how. Like, I know I, insp- I in- <clears throat> gave some inspiring words last year, but yeah. honestly, I'm here to tell you, you guys are in for a fucking shitstorm. <laughs> shitstorm over six months. Oh, good, good lord, good gravy. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Rose. Mm. I can safely say you have improved the experience for me this week. Vastly, oh. incomparably. Thank you so much. Job bless. Uh, Tim? Yes. How are you going over there? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I forgot to mention again, but obviously Guy and I are on opposite sides of the world. Uh, you wouldn't know that listening to it up until right now, but it's true. That's right. You're in Scotland. And actually, this, I'm in New this entire time, Rose and I have been tethered. We've been, we're literally yeah. shoulder to shoulder. I've we're splitting tw- earbuds. I just tweeted a photo. Also, do you want to point out that I... Got up at 7.45 in the morning to walk across Edinburgh to come and watch this film. Oh, well, God bless films. you for doing it. Gonna... And past guest um, James A. Caster kept on waking me up going, hey, you have to get up. Hey, you have to get up in the morning to... Uh, how do you have to get up so early in the morning to go... And I was just like half asleep being like, shut the That's fuck funny. up. That's he, funny. He punked you good. Yeah, what a dick. I would like to say just on the record, Rose, Rose uh, bought ingredients and made bagels. For the start of the film, it was honestly incredible. I did. Uh, well, we've got you. Just a reminder, uh, LA Podfest. If you want to stream it, video stream it, please use the code word "worst." Uh, it gets you money off. You get a discount. It's not just for shits yeah, you and get, giggles. You get, you get five bucks off. The money you get off, we pretty much just interse- intersect and take that. But that doesn't make any sense because you pay less. So I don't yeah, actually know how it works sense. out. They're running a very shonky business model. I think they've been consulting with Big on how to make the numbers all get together. But either way, it's happening. So get in there. Great. That is 100% correct. Um, you can follow Rose on the internet at Rose underscore Metafeo. And M-A-T-A-F-E-O. F-E-O. Means kill the ugly man in Spanish. Well. And also you can see her and I, we're sharing a stage every day here in Edinburgh, if anyone's mm. listening and in town. Uh, 4.30 at Espionage. It is tremendous. Let me awkwardly get into your pictures with Guy Montgomery after the show. And if you're in <laughs> Auckland, I'll be opening my one-man show, uh, simply titled A Man Apart. Uh, in a few hours <laughs> So Brilliant. Come to that uh, Whenever you listen uh, to this It'll be going In a few hours from then It's just going to be On a constant rotate Rotate micro naps Tim, Tim has cleared his schedule And is at the mercy Of anyone who wants To see the show yeah. You knock on the door Three hours later You've got a one man show From me So How about that for a deal That's right You've just got to Heavily find The theatre Written the in between You knocking the door And him performing it uh, Well Hey everyone We've said watch the movie In the last few episodes If you haven't watched it don't do it. Yeah, don't. 
We only said it in one ear, and then we took it back in the next step. And I, no, I, I didn't fully rescind it last week, but you did. I did on your behalf. Yeah, that's right. You overruled me. Anyway, um, see you later, fuckers. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.